Hey, everybody. So I'm Patrick. This is my amazing wife. Lamisha. And this is our No Place to Lay podcast. So this is our (laughs) first ever episode. We're totally rookies to Mm -hmm. this. Don't know much about how to do a podcast, uh, which is not a ringing endorsement, we know, Mm -hmm. of what you're about (laughs) to hear. But we threw out a question on Facebook. And we just kind of wanted to go through uh, each question and spend uh, an entire podcast on each one. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Lamisha and I spent uh, two and a half years living abroad in Madrid, Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the privilege and honor of serving the church there in Madrid, Spain. And uh, we've got a lot of questions, you know, throughout the uh, time since we've been back home just for other people that are, you know, preparing to yep. go overseas or have dreams of going overseas. Ooh. And, um, you know, so, yeah, it's exciting times to to plan that. But, you know, there's a lot of questions, obviously, which is why there's so yeah. many blog posts, mm-hmm. um, so many things like that. So without further ado, uh, my wife Let's is letting me know in. we should jump no. into these questions. <laughs> so um, the first question is, and uh, my amazing wife, Lamisha, can read it. So it says, what was it like living in a different country? Did you have culture shock? Well, Yes. Yes, to say the least. Yes. <laughs> Huge culture shock, especially for me. I went as far as even with just the language, not even just culture. I mean, just the language was really um, hard for me. I didn't go speaking any Spanish at all. I didn't do well in Spanish classes in high school. And uh, so when I went, it was just like, okay, I really got to start uh, speaking Spanish all of a sudden, you know, and, and I think... And not only that, but for me, it was okay. I had to find work as well. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, uh, I don't know what to do here. Um, I think the other thing that was hard for me was just, um, yeah, it was just, it's just a different country. So things are just done differently. And um, when we moved there, we were living with a, a couple, um, Cash and Maria, and um, we were we were in their their office and that was that was a shock you know it was it we loved that place right i mean it was like it was awesome it was sad for us when we moved um but that was just kind of like a you know it's just a a shock i guess you know it was it was this combination of things i think that was hard for me so yes it was a huge shock in that you know it just continued to kind of be right (laughs) yes so the word shock yes Mm -hmm. it was shocking um I think in a lot of ways, I think, um, you know, as I think about and I reflect on some of the, um, you know, the way they do things differently, uh, you know, as far as like, what are some differences uh, culturally Mm -hmm. that could be shocking, you know, things that people might need to know going over to Spain. And I hear similar things for a lot of the Southern uh, European countries. Um, But, you know, it's, it's different, you know, they don't, like for example, they you don't give anybody tips, you know when mm-hmm. you, that was when, you weird. when you pay for a meal, you just pay what your meal is, and uh, that was weird but good. It was right, nice. <laughs> right, it was weird but good, and as like an American, you're just like everything in you is like, you know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. really awkward to not give a tip. You know, and it just then feels out and... <clears throat> yeah, it just mm-hmm. feels strange. So you know they, uh, you know the servers have contracts, you know, so they don't have to live off of. Uh, tips um to give another example in a lot of different places there is um 
you know, uh, with sales jobs, there's not commissions. Once again, it's contracts. So what ends up happening? So what ends up happening with that is that, um, you know, customer service is not you know highly incentivized. You know, by tips no, and commissions, no. and so um, in the slow paced you know society, it's not a slow paced society. It's just a you know, slower they're, pace they're, than yeah you know, than the here, US, yeah. right? Right. Their their value systems are are different. Good yeah. for good reasons and bad, which mm-hmm. we can uh, get into later. But yeah, you have to like kind of demand service a lot of times, you <laughs> yeah, know, you have yeah. to like wave your arms, or, like try to find your waiter, kick, like, hmm, kick and scream, they? you know, <laughs> if you, if you try to be, you know, Mr. Polite, you know, how I know I can be that way here. Hey, excuse me, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna, you're nope. really not going to get anywhere with that. You really do have to be, um, you know, assertive, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to get your needs met, you know? Right. Um, and maybe Lisha, uh, Lamisha could talk about this as far as uh, culture shock Uh-oh. in a good way. Uh, they have siesta. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you said that like we actually like, I mean, look, sometimes we took siestas. Other, time we, other times we didn't. Tell them what siesta is. Um, so if you don't know what a siesta is, it's just like a, a break. So it's like basically you can just from what was it? Two to four. You can just kind of sleep. <laughs> you could eat. You can do whatever you want, but you can leave your job. You could, some of the kids, actually, I had a job picking up a kid from school during siesta because he would go home and to his grandmother's house. So I would drop him, I would pick him up from school, take him to his grandmother's house, and then he would eat um, lunch and I would just speak to him in English. And that was kind of like my job. So, um, so I was working during my siestas sometimes, but other than that, I mean, it was just a time where everything just kind of stopped not kind of i mean it it did um in madrid it was i feel like it was a little bit more busy um i had studied abroad before before in salamanca which is also in spain and their siestas were way stricter than it was in madrid so um that was a good shock <laughs> to yes, say the least right. you know i we definitely enjoyed that time right. um that little you know that 2 hour break was really it was really helpful but um, yeah, yeah. For me, it was interesting, like, even as I'm thinking about Spanish, because I know Lamisha mentioned she didn't speak any Spanish, which is true. Nope. I I was in a Spanish immersion um, program, bilingual school, since kindergarten, you know, to fifth grade. So I learned from uh, Latin American teachers, and, you know, I learned my months in, um, cool. a, in mathematics and everything like that in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um so I was, I you know, I felt very uh, competent in uh, the Spanish language going to Spain, but I, I can definitely say like it was a huge adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it took me about a month just to rewire my ears because wow. the accents are totally are different. very different, and even the the language is just very. It's a very it's a very cool language. Mm-hmm. It's very. Um, yeah, like you know, they it has don't, a lot they of character. Yeah, it has a lot of character, mm-hmm. personality. It's not, and it. it's a lot of emotion, and mm-hmm. and the cadence of it is just different. It can yeah. be like it's up and down, and you just gotta follow it. And um, it can be tough to follow sometimes, you know, especially when people are using their own uh, colloquialisms and things like that. So mm-hmm. that was kind of it was discouraging because here I am, you know, I'm confident. <laughs> oh yeah, I could speak some Spanish, you know, and I get you there. Better than I was. I get there and I'm just like, oh, they're and now like after being there for two and a half years, I like I know my first month or two, they're looking at me like Jeez. you know, they they were like, Okay, this guy, um no. you know, 'cause doesn't speak that um the Spain, you know, Castellano. They don't call it Espanol, they say it's Castellano. And so mm-hmm. 
they definitely take great pride in their in their language and yeah. their and their culture and their nationality, mm-hmm. which um, you know is really cool. And uh, I think that was the other part of the culture shock, which is um, you know just being American in another country. Yeah. Uh, I think that Americans have you know reputations, yeah. you know, for better or for worse. I mean, Spain definitely appreciates um, the business savvy mm-hmm. of Americans. They appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, our language too you know they yeah. they really oh want to yeah. learn english mm-hmm. over there um especially madrid oh yeah especially in madrid uh but at the same time you know you're you're not you know you're not a spaniard and uh and uh you know we have the reputation abroad that you know we kind of want to save the world fix everything and uh we want to call the shots and um so it, it can be an uphill battle with some of those uh stereotypes and some of them are deserved some some not so deserved. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. In Madrid, you know, we use public transportation to get everywhere. It everywhere, was great. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Lamisha used to live in New York, uh, <laughs> comparing their public oh transportation system. Subways in New York. Different. If you've ever visited or, I mean, even just seen a, a movie and, you know, it's, and you see the subways, it's just, you know, filthy. It's just, even, I think of like coming to America. You have mm-hmm. seen that, that part when they come out, the, you know, and they're mm-hmm. in the subway. Um, but Madrid was <laughs> Madrid is just totally different, and it's just so nice. You can see what time the train is coming. Right. You know, if it's coming in four minutes, if it's coming, it's coming in six minutes. Like, mm. it's so clean. You have your, you know, instead of like a metro car that you can just people just throw away in New York, you have like a, you know, a card that you just keep that you use again and again and again. It has your picture on it and everything, and you could just use that and just get around. And you could, I mean, you can go pretty far on that metro system even, and you just. If you want to go further outside of Madrid, you can just take like a, a bus with that same card that you used in the metro system. So um, it was just mm. so different. It's just so clean and just so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, the, it was really nice. I missed that. And, it, and mm-hmm. you never felt far away from anybody either because yeah. it was like city living. Yeah, there were some people that were. Yeah, there were a little bit. There were some people a little bit further away. Or but, if you live far from the metro station but, itself. Oh, right. man, that it was never, tough. Yeah, if you live far from the metro. We lived, we were fortunate enough to right. live right above yeah. uh, the metro station. Crazy. And the, Cuatro Caminos. Um, yeah, and Cuatro Caminos is where Aww. we lived. It was awesome. I will say from a faith uh, standpoint, there's also a culture shock because, you know, uh, Spain is largely uh, either Catholic, uh, practicing and non-practicing. Uh, a lot of people that we met uh, were non-practicing Catholics. Um, it was either that or uh, just atheist mm-hmm. um, or agnostic, right? And yeah. so that was, that was a big uh, culture shock because here in the States, you know, a lot of places you go, there's at least a somewhat of a reverence for God, right. although you know that that can be debated depending people, on where you live. Yeah, but right, right. They, they'll at least say, you know, okay, well God that's good. You. Yeah, God bless mm-hmm. you. That's good for you. You mm-hmm. know, if that's what works for you, then then that's awesome. You know, and uh, there's like kind of a general, um, I guess, respect. Or just people don't really go there because um, mm-hmm. it's taboo, right? Religion. Um, but we, yeah. I've been, you know, sharing my faith in in Spain and talking to people about God and. Yeah, you know, it's just so, it can be so foreign. I've been called stupid to my face. Like, why do you believe in this imaginary person? And there's obviously been some receptive responses. But, you know, one thing I could say about, you know, Spaniards is that 
when you build a friendship like a legit friendship mm-hmm. with someone in spain like they're your friend for life yeah. you know they yeah. they're they're like fiercely fiercely loyal people right, right. um yeah. you know but as far as just like meeting you cold contact it's like mm. i don't really have time for this right you know it, yeah you know they're always they're willing to sit down and have a coffee or or, or oh, you know yeah. watch a game together but it's not it's not like you can just go blitz and you know share your Gosh. faith with yeah. people you know mm-hmm. it's not I don't want to say you can't. It's just a little. It's a lot more foreign right. um, there. Uh, but what's mm-hmm. great about Spain that I love that I wish we had more of here, and that was the kind of second part of this question, was that I just wish we had more of that. Like slow things down. Hey, mm-hmm. let's go get a coffee. Let's go talk. Right. Um, oh. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. strangers would be willing to like go get coffees with you or invite yeah. you to their house. Like just come right. over for a coffee. And it's funny. I don't. I don't want to segue completely, but like when you said coffee, I was just like, oh, I miss oh, the coffee yeah, was coffee, just right. so good over there. Oh, my gosh. It was like, I mean, it's basically espresso with just a little bit of milk. And right. you can ask if you want it lukewarm or hot or it's just. Cafe con leche. Yeah, it was just, oh, man, I got that everywhere we went. The croissants were great. Any right. kind of pastry. Right. Oh, my go to. So I just felt like one espresso shot wasn't enough. So my go to drink would doble. be doble de café con leche. <laughs> that was my drink. Oh, man. So it'd be a double so espresso good. shot. And so small. It was just like a little small, like, like not portion, right? Serving or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was just so good, man. Right. Just, like, you said coffee. I'm like, oh, man. Well, right. No wonder they're, you yeah. know, social around coffee. Like, they just, you know, they just love it. It's just. This is because it tastes good. Right. And it anyway. was what helped with the culture shock, too, was um, and it's funny because our friend Cash, who we live with, he wrote this question. You know, he said, he said, were you homeless <laughs> for the first three months? So the answer yes. is no, no, because yes. <laughs> we live with you. <laughs> so we weren't homeless. Well, we didn't uh, have our own home. Right. We didn't have our own. But we live with cash. And I think, honestly, like having loved ones and friends. um, That was great. That helps to really smooth the transition and the culture shock. So much so so that, you know, we didn't really want to move out. We did. I was scared. They became our family, you know, abroad. I might have cried. Yeah. And it was was challenging to leave. You know, they have a family. They have two kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Flamisha and I in their office. And they were also... um, there's another sister there with us. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Lindsay. Lindsay mm-hmm. who's uh, an amazing disciple. And it's just, you know, it's uh, it was it was one of those things that we really enjoyed our time there. Oh, man, it was great. Really felt like family. That hel- I feel like that helped the transition for us. Totally, yeah. I mean, that made a huge difference, you know, just having people that, some friendly faces and mm-hmm. uh, as you build other friendships, right, you know. Right, right, And obviously yeah. the church, um, you know, just being a part of our church that's mm-hmm. um, all over the world, you right, know, right. is but you even, have mm-hmm. some built-in friendships. But even then we still had to build them. I feel right, like. Like, exactly. You know? But at and least they're there for, yeah, to especially be Especially building a, for me, building a, a friendship in another language was like, okay, how do you do this? You know, like that's right. a whole other thing. So um, that was another part that was a little bit harder for me, even though I had a lot of, you know, bilingual friends, which are like with our, you know, we had like our campus ministry. It was that was that was, you know, that was great. But it was just a little bit harder for me to build the friendships because of the language barrier, you know. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Misha could tell you about her one of her first um, uh, breakdown culture shock moments yeah. in Spain. Oh, yes, right. yes. 
So we were at a um, a couple's house, um, Doris and Alfonso. Alfonso. And um, they're probably not going to listen to this, but oh, no. um, <laughs> especially because it's in English. Great. So um, so we're there, and Pat is just like, you know, and there were a couple of other people there, and so it was like a group of maybe like ten people, and you know, we're just I've just met these people. And Pat is just going on in Spanish and talking, and he's having to translate every single thing. This is when I couldn't understand anything. Like, I was just lost. So then all of a sudden, you know, Pat's just talking, and I just start crying. Like, a tear just starts rolling down my my face, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm very embarrassed right now because I'm crying. But it was real emotion, I think, and I think I continued to cry. And then, and then I had to tell Pat to translate what I was, why I was crying to everyone else that was there. You know, and then he told them, and it was just super embarrassing. And now it's funny when we what was it, like two and a half years later, we just laugh about it and like yeah. talk about how that happened. Yeah. And, but when it happened, it was real and it was right. hard, and I hated it. You know, like I hated not understanding. I hated not being able to laugh with everyone. Right. You know. So yeah. and I couldn't fake it like I understood what they were saying because I had no idea. You know. Yeah. So that was that was tough, and we can laugh about it now. But yeah, we happened. can laugh about it now. It's quite that, sad. And that, and that was the challenge of the <laughs> first. Uh, that was like first week. The fir- right? Yeah, first week, but just you know the first year as far as because Lamisha with the language, you know, she would you know she would need me to go a lot of places Very with her. Very simple things to I make sure. Do. Yeah, so it's like the things we take for granted. Like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna go to Starbucks. I, I'm no, gonna get a coffee, right. and you don't I, think yeah. twice about it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a second language, like. It involves some thought before you even leave the house. Like, yeah. oh, is it really Every worth time. the coffee to like maybe have some uncomfortable uh, language scenarios? Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. really being every day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just push past yeah, that. And and just being, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being able to catch what. So if I get, okay, I want a cafe con leche. I can say that. And then it's like, they're going to ask me, okay, how do I want my milk? And I have to answer, you know? So right. it's just like, it's quick. And, That's you know, best. obviously you learn it after, you know, a couple times because they ask you the same questions over and over again. But like. That was just hard for me. I couldn't do that for a little while, you know? Mm. And then I remember just, I, I had a job and I was, I had, I asked you, I was like, hey, how do you say, you know, not regular paper, but like a harder paper, you know? And then you had to tell me, you don't remember that? Uh, and it was like for a job, you know? And, and then I had to go out there and I'm like, oh, I know this man is really like quick and kind of mean at this paper store. Oh so, yeah, the paper store. Geez. Oh, that's another thing is like. <laughs> Everybody, you use print shops is a pretty common yes. thing to not have a You printer. know what's crazy, though? You know, I still, I still have that mentality. Yeah, she goes, I Lamisha go to goes Staples to Staples all here. the time. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I don't know not, why. I'm like, we're not in Spain anymore. Like We, just, we have a printer. So we finally, but yeah. But it's like one of those home pr- doesn't so print. So I well. bought a printer from, um, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, what, what is it called? What is it called? Goodwill? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I brought a. I, so I don't care. I bought a. I bought a printer from Goodwill. It's a great printer. It no, works. Good. It was cheap. HP. It was affordable. And Lamisha doesn't use it. She no, still goes to run, Staples. Well, it's running out of ink right now, by the way. Well, that's it. Has not out of ink, right? Well, so, it's pretty low. Yes, yes. But this is this is what you know ends up happening. I think. Um, yeah, I think you know. So it, that was interesting. You know, just some things like that, like the the little. Um, you know, things in life yeah, you take for granted. Cell you know? phones and things and, and working oh, yeah. out contracts and uh I think gym obviously membership. visa stuff, gym membership. There's oh. there's all these things that I just think we take uh just for granted, you know, and just like how to it's just easy to go down the street or go yep. set up a gym membership. Yeah. But imagine having to do all that stuff in a yeah. you know, in another language right. and and who's gonna help you do that? You know, right. who's gonna help you 
uh, you know, figure that yeah, stuff out. So man, yeah. those were all some challenges just as far as culturally, but also, you know, within our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I, I know that was another question on right. that, on the thread we'll, we'll probably answer later yeah. as far as our, our, our marriage is concerned. But yeah, yeah. it was, um, it was, I there's was, definitely a lot of, uh, culture sh- shock scenarios. Yeah. I was a lot more dependent on Pat, obviously for pretty much like everything. I think towards the end, or at least to like, at least towards yeah. maybe like the last year or so, or maybe a year, maybe a year and a half or so. I think I was a lot more independent, but at the same time, still not completely, you know? Yeah. Um. So that was, that was hard on, on us, you know, and I had to really learn pretty quickly how to handle myself and how to, you know, how to look stupid and just <laughs> move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think even just coming back now, it's like, I have to, it's like a reverse culture shock. Like, Oh, okay. Like I can just, I'm more independent, you know, but you feel so freeing by the way, you mm-hmm. know, but, um, it's just, you get into these habits, you know, it was two and a half years of our lives. Like, I mean, when we went to Spain, we were only married for a year. And so then we spent most of our, I was telling Pat the other, well, not the other day, but like we were in Spain, we were longer, we were in Spain. Oh my gosh. We were married longer in Spain than we were in the U S you know, even still, I don't even think we're, we were over there. Like we've been back two and for a half years. Yeah, we've still spent majority of our marriage, marriage in, in Spain. Spain. Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, oh, you know, it's just you build these habits and these, you know, these normal things in a different country. And then you come here and it's like, oh, OK, it's totally different. Yeah, I got to rewire my brain, you know. Right. Um, so that's been a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, we just wanted to share some thoughts with you guys for mm-hmm. our first podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go uh, too, too long. long. We just wanted to test it out and um you know we love yeah i hope you guys liked it we love your feedback follow-up questions Mm -hmm. everything and uh and uh, yeah it's just opportunity for us to share some things that uh we experienced overseas Mm -hmm. and hopefully keep it going so yeah thanks for listening to our guys little no place to lay podcast Podcast. all right take care (laughs)